This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life is hard sometimes, and there are many pathways in navigating the inevitable ups and downs of life. In riding these waves, I look to my yoga practice and also therapy. We all go through tough times like big life changes, periods of instability, conflict, or loss. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist entirely online, which is very convenient, flexible, and suited to fit your schedule. Take the questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And if it's not the right match for you, no worries. You can change your therapist for no additional charge. Sometimes getting started in therapy is the hardest part. To make it a little bit easier, go to the link provided in the show notes or go to visit betterhelp.com slash yoga and podcast today to get 10% off your first month. Welcome to the Yoga Ann Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, a yoga teacher and embodiment teacher and a cat lover who is living, learning, and teaching practically every day in the beautiful Austin, Texas. And I am so curious about yoga and everything. Today, we will be talking all about yoga and cats, probably two of my favorite things to talk about. And this episode begs the question, could it be that your pets are tiny little furry yoga teachers in disguise? So we'll find out. And I hope you enjoy this episode. It's just meant to be fun, lighthearted. It was fun to make. So please, please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode, y'all. I happen to love cats. I come from a family who's obsessed with animals. Um, So when I say cats, I mean, I really love all animals. I just happen to own cats. Uh, They are my roommates, Bentley and Chloe. And um, I'm the type of person that people who know me really well, when they ask how I'm doing, the next question is, how are your cats doing? Or they call my cats by name. How are Bentley and Chloe doing? So I'm that kind of cat lady. On top of this, I have a a regular three classes a week, regular streaming called Yin Yoga and Kitty Cats. And this is not an ad for that, but just so you have a background on like how much I like cats I'm also like a dog walker pet sitter for a company part-time. I just love animals. If it, you know, were up to me, I'd have probably 10 cats, but that would be way too many litter boxes. So, so just so you have an idea, like I'm really into cats. So I thought this episode would be really easy, but then I realized, you know, sometimes when you have so much to say about a subject, it can get a little disjointed. So here's my attempt at, Uh, making sense of how cats can help you in your yoga practice. And sort of the overview of this is um, cats in a way can be really good teachers on uh, modeling awareness and self-regulation, self-containment, restoring their energy. And I'll get more into all this. Um, So if 
cats don't resonate with you personally, you can insert whatever animal, whatever pet you have that does resonate with you. Because if I'm talking about cats, but in general, animals are great teachers. So if you have a horse, if you have a dog, um, they can sort of replace um, what I'm talking about. It's, so this is not exclusively cats. Um, this is just animals. All right, so because of this class I teach, Yin Yoga plus Kitty Cats, I, I would like to specifically talk about Yin Yoga. Um, yin Yoga is a style of yoga where we bring in Yin elements. If you don't already know about um, Yin, what that means, if you ever see the that circle, the Yin Yang symbol, where it's a circle and it's a, a white tadpole with a black dot and a black tadpole with a white dot. Um, it, it's like there's yin and yang and everything in nature. And there's, there's a little bit of just a, a little bit of yin and yang and a little bit of yang and yin and some yin elements. So the yin is the black with a little bit of white in it. Some yin elements are feminine, the moon, darkness, introspective, softening, surrendering, um, passive cooling, like those, those are some yin. And then yang would be things like the sun, masculine, effortful, you know, wrapping muscle to bone, uh, rigorous, uh, heat. Okay. And, and the reason why I'm specifically talking about yin yoga is I believe that it really helps to balance our current world. And I live in America and there's a masculine quality to being in America. Uh, go, 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 do more, effortful, work hard, work for it, you know, uh, no rest. <laughs> Taking breaks is kind of like, ah, oh, you should be on it. You know, there, there's that pressure that, that to be um, performative, okay? So you have this masculine sort of world. And then on top of that, you have all this technology and all this information coming at you all day long, okay? And if you, like, if that had an energy to it, it would be something like air, ether, um, possibly ungrounding when we get too much of that information or we have to deal with technology too much every day. And there's a, there's a word for that in ancient, um, ancient Ayurvedic medicine, which Ayurveda is, its roots are based in India, like yoga. And Ayurveda is a sister science of yoga. And so that air ether that I'm talking about, that's technology and information that's um, called vata. And vata can be very ungrounding. So you have this masculine world and then you have this really ungrounding sort of piece to it, which is, um, <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> and so this is why I love yin yoga, because if you think about yin yoga, you're bringing in yin, which balances yang. You're bringing in these feminine elements, this uh, softening, introspective, passive yielding into gravity, feeling supported, feeling receptive to support. Um, and then you have 
you're on the ground and then insert tiny little animals that are very much connected to nature. Um, they have an, I think animals have an earth element to them as well. They're very earthy creatures. And I feel like that's very balancing to this day and age. And so this is why, <laughs> this is why I personally practice this way, but also I like offering classes that help to balance the ungrounded, the masculine, the overexertion. So, so that's all that. So I want to get into the feeling of animals. So I have what I like to call when I see a cute animal or all animals in my opinion are cute. My four-year-old girl comes out. I don't know if you've ever seen that 90s cartoon called Animaniacs. Grew up with that. Was actually a little too old for that. My sisters grew up with that. But um, Elmira was this um, little toddler who thought all animals were cute and she'd squeeze them. And her whole like mantra was, I'm going to squeeze you and love you and kiss you until your head falls off. You know, it's kind of dark, but that like, that like love, that like passion for animals, that enthusiasm that you get when you're like really young, that comes up for me when I see cats. And I think everyone knows that about me. I think that's why they're always asking about my cats. <laughs> um, and, and so the reason why I bring that up is that for me is joy. I have a lot of different things in my world, like most of us, that bring us that bring me joy. But I think that's really important to connect to what brings you joy daily, regularly, because joy is contagious. And I also want to bring up joy and bliss because if you look at um, sort of the metaphysical anatomy in yoga, you have something called the koshas, K-O-S-H-A-S, -S, and there's five of them. And you have um, different bodies within your physical body. The first layer is your physical body. And then it's like an onion layer going inward all the way to the innermost layer, which is your bliss body. And so having animals around when I'm practicing yoga or, you know, specifically yin yoga, where you're, you're doing deep work, you're holding postures for anywhere from three to five minutes, and that isn't always comfortable. And there's a little bit of discomfort. And so it's really nice to have your pets near you, um, sort of connecting you to your bliss while you're in something kind of deep and challenging. And, and then I also want to say with that, I think animals, specifically cats, has been my experience. They hold space really well. And you might be wondering, what does that mean, holding space? It's kind of vague. I just mean that they offer presence. They're, it's like they're in it with me while I'm practicing yoga. They're just sitting kind of out on the sidelines maybe closing their eyes and sleeping or they're, they're kind of looking at me. Um, it's like if I wanted to define holding space, it would be that somebody would be with me without holding judgment. They would be paying attention to me without wanting anything back, I guess. Um, 
that's more of a human, like a human holding space. <laughs> but I feel like animals are very um, good at being present. And, and the beautiful thing about animals is they know if they're feeling safe and they feel secure in their environment, they know how to relax. They know how to let go in their body. If you ever look at an animal, it could be a dog or a cat, and they get down on the ground and they lay on the floor. Have you noticed that they kind of expand in all directions? Like they look like they got like bigger. That is, I think, a very nice visual way to see what it's like to let go in the body. Have you ever, have you ever like had a pet that's rather small and they're really, really comfortable like lying on your bed or whatever. They're comfortable and you need them to move, but they don't want to. And so you have to pick them up, but they don't want to move. So they become very, very, very heavy somehow. Like, it's like, how are you 10 pounds? But like, you feel like you're 40. That is also about surrendering and letting go in the body, right? So animals have this amazing way of sort of showing us, um, that, that, and that's very yin, you know, getting heavy in the body, letting go in the body, um, surrendering in the body, very yin. And if you want to think about a specific yoga posture, that's about surrender. It's the very last one in most sequences called Shavasana corpse pose. And the challenge, if there, you want to even call it a challenge, um, is to surrender. And I'm sure there's other reasons Shavasana is done. But for me personally, as I practice yoga, as I teach it, it's about surrendering. And I think surrendering can be really hard. Um, that's been most of my yoga career is learning how to soften areas of tension. I think cats and animals in general offer a certain amount of simplicity. So most animals, I can't speak for all, but most pets have very simple lives. They're very straightforward about their needs. They're hungry. They need to go to the bathroom. They need to sleep. They need exercise. They need love and attention. Uh, water, like what's, those are six things that generally they, at any given time, you know, they're wanting. And then it, that's about it. And yin yoga is a very simple practice. And I think it's easy to overcomplicate yin yoga sometimes, but really what you're doing is you're holding posture on the ground for three to five minutes, roughly. And you're asked to experience feeling sensation in your body. And that is practicing embodiment. That is practicing um, being inside your body, even when it's uncomfortable. And there's other forms of yoga, hatha, vinyasa, you know, name a bunch where you might be more active in your body and it's uncomfortable and you're asked to stay in your body and be in your body and experience that discomfort. But this is 
asking you to be passive and be in that discomfort, which for some of us is very different. Um, very, might be harder because you have to let go um, inside. And so I say all that because... I like to imagine if I was a cat, <laughs> I, I knew I knew I would be a total cat nerd um, on this episode, so I'm prepared to be that that weirdo. But I often like to pretend if I was a cat doing this pose, how would I do it? And you know, the thing about cats is or animals, they don't do anything that's uncomfortable, like too uncomfortable. Like they might stretch, and that that might um, kind of feel needed, but they don't, they don't push themselves to the point of overdue or constriction in their body. You, you would never see a cat stretch overly so to the point where they could not breathe. Okay. Like if you ever watch a cat, um, stretch, it's almost like their whole body expands on the inhale, their whole body contracts on the exhale. And that's what we're, in my opinion, what we're striving for in our yin practice. So, yeah, I don't really know if there's anything more I want to say except for, and this will be a separate episode for later, but I have noticed that uh, over the years, goat yoga has blown up. And I, I'll, I'm not, I don't have an opinion right now. Like I'm not going to say anything negative or positive about goat yoga. I want to save that for a separate episode. However, I think it's a beautiful commentary on how desperate we are to connect to nature. I think that's why it's blown up. And I think if we can find ways to integrate nature into our daily lives. So if we're already doing a yoga practice, you know, integrating, uh, having your pets involved. And I know dogs are a little more enthusiastic. Um, they may not let you, um, practice yoga in the same way cats will, because they'll want to get, you know, kisses and attention the moment you you're lying on the floor. But, but I think the more you can kind of weave nature into your life, I think, um, I think for most of us, it's, it's a craving we don't realize we need until we have it. And, and I've, I make a point every day to integrate nature into my life in many different ways. And maybe that's another episode. Um, I mean, that's pretty simple. Like I go out in the woods, uh, there's a nature preserve across my, uh, the street. I try to do that every day. And then I try to eat plants and, you know, really just notice that I'm eating plants as I'm eating them. And then, um, of course, you know, I hang out with my cats. They're my, my roommates. Um, but I think, I think it'll make you happier. I think it'll connect you to your joy. And you may not even realize you need that. I have a saying, I feel the most happy when I connect to three things. When I connect to my community, when I connect to myself, and when I connect to nature. And uh, right now, it's been challenging to connect to my community, but at least I can connect to the other two things 
nature and myself. So I leave you with that. And I hope this episode helped inspire in some way. And please, if you have any questions, comments, you know, are you practicing with your pets? If so, what kind of yoga are you doing? I would love to hear that. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on yoga and cats. And I would like to give a special thank you to Bentley and Chloe, who I consulted with for a majority of the content. And not only did they give their time, but they also gave their candid input and advice on this particular episode. So thank you, Bentley and Chloe. If you liked what you heard, please share this episode with your friends. Also, please consider supporting the podcast on our Patreon. They're exclusive member perks. So fun fact about the Patreon, not only are you supporting the podcast, but you're supporting me as a yoga teacher. I offer virtual yoga classes. You can do the yin yoga and kitty cats three days a week through the Patreon, um, along with other classes as well. So check that out. You can check it out on my website at ashleyweberyoga.com to find out more. If you would like to help the podcast in a different way, please leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you leave us a review or become a Patreon, we will mention you in our next episode. And that means you'll be forever immortalized in this evergreen content. If you would like to connect with us, please email us at yogaandpodcast at gmail.com. The and is spelled out Y-O-G-A-A-N-D podcast at gmail. Please follow us on Instagram at yoga and podcast and let us know if you have any specific topics for future episodes episodes. We now have merch such as coffee mugs, tote bags, t-shirts, hoodies, more. And you can find that out on ashleyweberyoga.com forward slash podcast. See you next week.